Hello and welcome to Snacks, a bite-sized pod where we discuss news, trending topics, behind-the-scenes updates and things that caught our attention. Today is Tuesday. We normally talk all things tech, but the things that caught our attention is Peter Bowl. Oh man, he lit. He lit the truck up, didn't he? I mean, to be honest, I felt sick. I was so nervous before the race and uh, I was so happy for him, man. So proud of him and how good was his story with all his family uh, watching the race and just them getting around him and it couldn't happen to a, it couldn't happen to a better person to be honest man and you know me and you haven't like sort of front row seats into what he's been able to fucking do behind the scenes to get him get himself there and stuff it's just an insane story oh 100 to see uh, all the hard work that he's put into obviously the olympics has been postponed him having to rerun the time to qualify to get over over there and and then seeing him how he turned up on saturday and then backed it up on sunday night uh, i was I was screaming at the TV during his heats. I couldn't believe he's running the heats. He just, he play, he's so smart. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I just think like, it's about confidence. It's about timing. It's about the, the like race plan and stuff. And I feel like everything's sort of coming together for him nicely at the perfect time. And I think you can create your own luck sometimes. And I feel like he's done that. I mean, he's put, gave himself the best sort of opportunity and put himself in a really good position to, really do something special and it doesn't matter whatever the result is of the final man we're all super proud and pumped and just so fucking excited for you man like just watching you on tv and i think something like the olympics too especially in a time like this it brings everyone together and it feels fucking it just feels good you know especially with all this shit happening and i don't know he's gonna he's gonna spark some inspiration for a lot of people i reckon inspiration and hope i think that's this he's he's the man i feel like a lot of people before the olympics how it's selfish this and selfish that and shouldn't be going ahead and i know whatever people can say whatever you want, i understand I'm not talking about the pandemic it's just at this point in time especially us coming out of our fifth lockdown and having someone that we can see go and represent australia on the big stage against all these other nations and you can see how much it means to all the different athletes like it's like the patriotism of what they're doing and what that, what it means to be in an event like this. I don't feel like it's definitely not lost on someone like Peter who finishes his race and got to stay humble, ready for the next race, ready to go. A hundred percent. And if you want a bit of a backstory about Peter, make sure you go check out his podcast in my spikes on the wellbeing network. And um, yeah, we're just so pumped to be able to play a small sort of part in telling his story and, and, and getting it out there. Cause man, like, fuck you just, yeah. Like you've been a fan of athletics for like ever since you were a kid, eh? Like you love it. This is the first time I've been sort of into it and like watching it and and knowing what what goes into it, like the stories behind it, which I can't wait to hear in his pod because he's interviewing, you know, all the best of the best over in Tokyo. So who knows? He might be interviewing him now in between his races. I don't know what they get up to in the athletes' village. It's a bit. Uh, who knows, huh? Well, who knows? I'll tell you what though. I'll tell you what I do know. What? We dropped the Wellbeing Network last week. We just said that's it sick of waiting we're, we're dropping it it's out yeah in true funny business fashion uh we just sort of just hacked it together and just said you know what fuck it it's time what's the point of waiting um you know there's no there's no magical moments or anything like that it's just like let's just get this thing moving and shaking and we've got so many ideas and different things that we're going to be doing so i'm just excited to well yeah i know you're pumped too but to just sort of start putting things out there and just sort of fucking having a play it's going to be fun so for those who haven't listened to our pod, we, we did a, a pod with Tammy Martin, our, our business partner, talking about what the Wellbeing Network is and what we're doing and how it all pieces together. Uh, we dropped that last Friday. If you're keen to learn more, go back and click that button. But 
on a high level. We've got three pods under our label at the moment. Funny Business Podcast, You're Killing It Podcast with uh, Tam and MGH, Michelle Grace Hunter. And uh, we're helping Peter with his pod. And I'll give you the hot tip. We got so much more content up our sleeve coming your way. So excited to bring it all together and get the brand back out there. Website should be live hopefully later this week. I'm not sure if merch will be up there, but um, potentially the week after. But where, where the brand's coming, we'll give you the hot tip. Brand is coming in hot. Yeah, yeah, it just feels good, you know. We've got, we've had all these ideas for a long time, and to now finally, you know, we're at the latter stages of getting things done, and things take time, and everything's hard. So, um, so pumped to, for the next couple of weeks, man. So pumped for Peter to come back home and just, uh, I can't wait to get some photos with him with the gold medal. To be honest, I hope that's the case. But on a work front, I know Tech Tuesday we usually talk about some headlines, and one of the headlines that got my uh, got my attention from Andrew Seaman, editor at LinkedIn News. <laughs> Uh, thanks or no thanks sending a note thank you notes are a surprisingly divisive topic among job seekers a poll showed that about 40 percent of people say they don't always send a note after a job interview and some never send one linkedin members offered their perspectives on the latest issue edition of get hired they suggest sending a note making it handwritten or digital handwritten fuck making it personal showcasing that you're interested in the job and showing that you're that you paid attention to the conversation What's your advice for crafting the perfect post-interview thank you note? Well, I've done that once and didn't get an answer. So I don't think I'm the best person to for advice about this. I think because it's what type of person you are, eh? Like me and you are typical brown noses. You know, maybe me more than you. I'm a, I'm a big brown noser. So I'm someone <laughs> to suck up and, you know, after meeting them, just say how lovely it was and all that sort of shit. But where you're probably not like that, but I know you're a little bit like that. Uh I don't know. Depends on the person. Depends on the interview. I'd say, like, read the room a little bit. Trust your gut. So every time I've gone against my gut, I've always lost. So, um, just go for your gut. I reckon if you feel like you probably should, then do it. If you don't, don't do it. Well, this is an interesting one because we just brought in uh, two new starters for Wellbeing's Digital. Our consultancy started yesterday. Always a grouse to have new starters, and it's funny thinking about like we've been interviewing people about coming on board, joining the team, and working under the Wellbeing's Digital umbrella. Uh, umbrella and it's funny, like interviewing different people, everyone's got their different styles and it's uh, interviews are just weird still, I think. Yeah. And like you hear some, like some companies go through like four or five rounds and I know like hiring is the most important thing. You know what I mean? Like it is, but I feel like there's got to be a much more chill way to get the right sort of insight and feedback that you're looking for before you make that decision. And that's something that we're looking at now. Like what are some different ways and i know probably lots of people get to this point and then realize what well, fuck it let's just do the normal whatever there's no better way but i'm sure there's a better way and you know if we're going to be known for doing all this stuff for other people we need to do it for ourselves you know what i mean and i think that's the fun part as well just figuring out what works and what doesn't but you know i feel like the shorter the better i think then long drawn out things where because you just get pissed off if you've been through a big process and say it's a five stage thing and you just you kind of like fuck you put a lot of effort into it and especially from, from the day you send the email or drum, drum it up, thinking about what you're going to say to them to apply for the job to, could be like two months down the track and then you don't yeah. get it. You're flat as, you know? Well, it's pretty crazy. I think it's some of these ones, especially if you're applying for, from some of these jobs through like LinkedIn jobs and stuff like that, the crazy amount of applicants that are on, on the process. So I just think it's one of those ones where if it's one of those jobs where you think you might be in a chance, maybe send a note. Yeah. But if you just want a number of one of 350 people that's applied for some fucking shit job, I don't know if you even, if you don't send the note, maybe you're reconsidering your application. Huh? Have you sent a note before? I've sent a couple of notes. Hey, great to meet you. Nice to think. I mean, I like, 
Hey, thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for this. Yeah, you're a brown noser too. You love getting the straw and just putting that up the bum, don't you? Huh? <laughs> you're the biggest brown noser of all time, mate. I know, but I admit it. You don't. You act all cool and stuff, but mate, I'm not you're the... that I don't. I think it's, it's. I think it's what I do is polite. I don't think it's brown nosing. Oh, I think you take it to the next level. I think you're just trying to play it down a little bit. You're really, really nice, and you don't want anyone to know it. Oh, all right. Hey, last article. Last thing that really caught our attention is. Uh, Square to buy Afterpay for $39 billion by Kathy Anderson, editor at LinkedIn News. Uh, Australian buy now, pay later fintech pioneer Afterpay is set to be acquired by US payments rival Square in a $39 billion deal. Square, headed by Twitter founder Jack Dorsey, will acquire all issued Afterpay shares with the value expected to be paid entirely in stock and completed in the first quarter of 2022. Afterpay boasts more than 100,000 retailers and 16.2 million customers. The deal will allow global uh, global growth, says founders Anthony and Nick Molnar. Uh, the pair expected to join Square said said say the deal is an important recognition for Australian tech sector. Uh, crazy, 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 crazy. Oh man, do you reckon Nick's going to the moon now? Do you reckon he's going to space now? He's going to be in the in the big uh, what's the, the big dick dick shaking contest, huh? With all the other billionaires, bro. That's crazy shit. That's so. I'm so happy for for those guys, man. Afterpay is fucking. It's changed the game, hasn't it? Still, still haunts me. I know. Hey, tell us the story again for those who don't know. For those who don't know, I bought in on Afterpay at two dollars and two cents. I sold out. I still made a profit. No, just getting. Let's not say poor, poor me. You know, I still I sold out about seven bucks, and then at one stage I got to like a hundred and something bucks a share, and I'd be having a nice, pretty house deposit and whatever I might rather than absolutely fuck all. And I kept my other shares in some shit thing that flopped and just afterpay just crushed me. Yeah. So that's why we've been sort of hesitant to, to reach out to big Nicky Mullen because <laughs> you've just, you're just like, bro, this guy just like cost me a fortune. It's not my decision-making it's him. You know, that's why you were blaming him. And I was just like, bro, I think you made that call. You know, I'm blaming afterpay. Hey, why blame yourself? If you can blame others. <laughs> hey, Square to square though. That squares the um. Is that that fucking FPOS thing? Yeah, it's the fucking square thing that you tap. It's just there's no interface or anything, is it? For, for companies that have the tablets and stuff, there is a bit of an interface. But for the just for what the everyday punter sees when you go through, it's just like the transaction tapper. Oh, like the Mikey type. Point of sale stuff. Yeah, that's pretty sick, eh? Yeah, cool company. So how? So this Dorsey bloke, who the fuck's he? What the founder of Twitter? Yeah, like I thought Ashton Kutcher was the founder of Twitter. <laughs> isn't he you're kidding bro isn't he i thought i oh, dead set thought ashton kutcher was the founder of twitter google it i think I'm he had google it right now twitter investment i'm googling it he did for sure no he was the first person to hit 1 million followers on twitter <laughs> he pretty much owns it then he doesn't he? mean he was he founded twitter he's the first person he just played it early I thought he invested in it too. I reckon he had. I most definitely wanted to invest. I just didn't have an opportunity to do so. He said that in a thing, October 17th, 2016. Oh, well, maybe I lied then. I read the wrong article. Maybe it was a Batuta advocate thing. You love making up headlines, huh? <laughs> oh, hey, that's not bad though. Ashton Kutcher, Twitter. What, who's Dorsey though? Like, who, like, like. Maybe who that's is... a good segment for deep dive. Hey, I'd love to know who he is. It's like, yeah, like, I've never actually heard that name before until now but really? i don't use twitter i don't use you twitter. get around the tweets mate no you need to get it yo you are around the talk are you faye for those before we let you go uh if you're on tiktok make sure you go follow robbie he's great ocean road oz 
So he's, he's turned himself into a tourist attraction and he's going to be showcasing <laughs> all the great things that the Great Ocean Road has to offer. So if you're looking for some inspiration, if you're looking for something to do on the weekend, you know, we can't travel, make sure you go follow him on the TikTok and uh, keep up to date with all his bird watching and shell collecting. It's fucking riveting. See you tomorrow. Thanks for that. Bye.